The Masters Animal Health Segment, brought to you by NS Vets. Adding value through practical advice and service. No gimmicks, no potions, total vet care. Catching up with Morgan Green out of NS Fets in Riversdale this afternoon on the muster as we catch up with the team at NS Fets every couple of weeks. Morgie, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Oh, no, I'm doing not too bad for a Friday. Yourself? Oh, look, not too bad. It's actually um, much more pleasant out there. It's a, a wee bit cooler today. We've been uh, sort of melting while we've been uh, scanning cows and heifers over the last couple of weeks. So it's, uh, yeah, nice to have a day that's a wee bit cooler this morning. Yeah, I think it's supposed to warm up again over the weekend. There is a bit of yeah. rain on the forecast for Tuesday, but time will tell to see how that pans out, yeah, I suppose. I, Same I, old story. I know it always... It, we seem to get that a fair bit where there's quite a bit of rain forecast and then it just gradually disappears. Um, so, you know, certainly different situation to up north and you know, certainly send our best regards to everybody up there because it's a heck of a situation that they're having to deal with, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. We just, we can't ignore it. It is the obvious as well. And like you say, we're just sending a thoughts to everybody affected by that cyclone up north. But we look down here in the South Morgie, polar opposites, it's getting dry. Um, you've been out scanning cows lately. How's that been? Yeah, look, results are okay. Um, nothing, you know, earth-shattering one, one way or the other. We're At the moment, we're sitting on a six-week and calf rate uh, average of 68%, which is about where we tend to be at this point in time. And we probably lose a percent point over the next um, three or four weeks, and we'll end up at around about that 67%, which is, which is average where we tend to be. I guess in a lot of ways, it's um, pretty difficult to change averages and... Um, you know, it's just something that, that happens. But fortunately, touch wood so far, um, no major disasters yet, which is which is good. We don't have a lot of early um, final scans in yet. Um, so, you know, we're just around the corner from doing a lot of those. Um, you know, and, and results are probably on a par to most other years, again, in the ones that we've done so far. Well, that's not bad, all things considered, with the seasons. Yeah, look, well, I guess you know, when mating started, you know, things, were, things were pretty good. And you know, I just fear we might be um, about to get into the worst of it from the point of view of feed deficit and things like that. You know, I think up to this point in time, most people have been pretty good. But certainly, um, you know, the silage wagons are, are going flat out on a lot of places at the moment. And it's just, you know, summer turnips will be in as well, certainly for... Um, you know, most people up here in Northern Settlement, they, they use summer summer turnips quite often. Um, so, you know, feed to this point has been pretty good, but I think we're probably just going to get into a, a wee bit of a deficit um, from now on, and it's whatever strategies people use. Certainly on a milk production point of view, I think the the day the Gore A&P show was probably you know, one of the hottest days we've ever experienced down here, and um, certainly there was an awful lot of cows crashed um from, the, from a point of view of milk production following that and haven't really recovered since. Yeah, that seems to be a bit of a trend that we've seen across the area. Um, so, look, yeah, there's obviously a few challenges out there. Um, most people will have their plans in place, but certainly if they don't, they uh, definitely need to get on to you know, coming up with some strategies as to what they're going to do, whether it's cows going on once a day or you know, reducing from twice a day to 16 hours, whatever that is. And I guess you know, one of the key points about that is you, know, you can reduce milk in frequency, but you still need to keep the feed up to the cows. Um, you know, it's about making sure that cow condition remains where it needs to be. 
A lot of fly strike around at the moment, Morgan. Oh, look, it's it's been shocking, really, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, I guess conditions are absolutely ideal. You know, we're out on, on sheep farms at this time of the year more than what we normally would be, purely because we're there um, doing our ram soundness examinations. So, you know, probably every other place at the moment we're, we're finding rams with fly strike. And, you know, this can be in animals that are completely clean. And um, yeah, they're struck on the back, on the middle of the back, on the side. It's going to be the Aussie green fly that's uh, the culprit, really. And um, yeah, it's just something I think that we're going to have to be more proactive about preventing in the future. And you know, certainly I think um, using a preventative product on your rams uh, is going to be something that's well worthwhile doing, rather than having to treat them. You know. I guess if rams are badly struck, I think that's going to certainly have a big impact on their fertility. So, you know, you don't want to have that happen. If it's a mild strike and you catch it early, you may well get away with fertility not being affected much. Um, but it's just something to be aware of in, in the future. Probably the high country guys are a bit more um, used and adept to uh, dip in their sheep and things like that. But you certainly need to be looking at uh, what we're doing around the rams. Quite often they get forgotten about a wee bit and... Yeah, it's something that certainly uh, people are going to have to change and uh, really be proactive in future. I think it's just one of those things. Climate change certainly uh, seems to be yeah, in full swing. And, uh, yeah, things are just a wee bit different to what we've done in the past. What's your advice to somebody who's got woolly lambs? They haven't shown them this year, but they're just getting a little 50-cent piece green fly in the back. Are you best just to treat it with some mago or whatever? Do you just do a crutch and a bald spot on the back of the sheep, or are you better off just to share the fleece right off? Uh, no, bearing in mind, you could have 30 or 40 animals in the flock. Yeah, look, and and that's that's one of the things is, you know, if you are spotting a couple of them, well, there's going to be a lot more in there that, that are affected. From the point of, Ian, treatment individual animal treatment yes you need to get the that area clean so that certainly needs to be shown you probably you are better off shearing the whole lamb because um you're as well off getting getting rid of that wool completely because it's uh, just an area where the flies can get in and, and lay their maggots um and yes absolutely you need to use a, a preventative something like your cyrex um you know, it's got to be a really good product if you can get hold of it. Um, your Mago, obviously, is a pretty reasonable product as well, as long as you don't have any OP resistance. So, um, you know, there's, there's, as I say, various different products that you can use to treat, um, but principles are the same. You're, you're cleaning that area up and uh, and you're applying a, a treatment option onto it, whatever whatever that is. And, um, you know, you're just keeping your fingers crossed if you're catching things early enough and unfortunately if things are really bad well you probably have to make a decision for animal welfare reasons around euthanasia of that animal just finally uh toxo and campy vaccines best to get your get your orders in now yeah well hopefully your orders have been in quite a while ago but um you're getting just late enough now to uh um, you know, be able to get those products into the animal in time. So certainly just a yeah, we reminder in, in particular around Toxo because it is a live vaccine and it's made to order that if you haven't done that, um, yeah, you need to get it. You need to get onto it. Just a, a wee reminder. Morgie, what's the best way to get hold of yourself and the team in Ennis Vets? Oh, look, just give us a call on the phone is, is normally the best way. So it's 20256636 here at Riversdale and 249-7039 at Tiano. And, um, you know, but obviously we're on social media channels and the uh, and over the interweb. And, uh, yeah, you can get hold of us anyway. We're here 24-7, 365. 
And just in a one-word answer, out of Scotland, Ireland and South Africa, who doesn't make it out of the Rugby World Cup group this year, knowing Scotland's on fire? You know, I'm going to put my neck on the line and say South Africa. I like your thinking. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Morgan Green from Ennis Fitz. Great to have him on board here with the muster. Where this is a Friday afternoon. Up next, Nigel Woodhead, Farming in South Otago.